United States submarine base at Key West, Florida. A dispatch that quoted President Truman's press secretary, Charles Ross, as saying that President Truman has no knowledge of any secret project by this government that would give substance to the existence of such objects. Ross also said that both the Air Force and the Navy deny that such objects I'm fucking. Are you though? Are you though? Yeah. Um. So for those of you who don't know, Noelle and I just—I'm not even going to exaggerate here. We were almost fucking done with the episode, and then all of a sudden, all the audio crashed, and we got none of it. So this is part fucking (laughs) two when we're really over it. It's true. Um. I will try to uh, have some of my same gusto that I did. I'm not. You want to know what? You want to know what really kills me? When you went to Mm. go get your fucking food from DoorDash in the middle of the episode. Yeah. You were like, (laughs) what did you talk about? And I said I was talking about Britney Spears. That was a fucking lie. Everything I talked about, gone forever. Now no one gets to know. (laughs) It's, um, I'm, yeah, I, you know, so, um, (laughs) Hey, what's up? Are you going to reuse your same intro? Yeah, I'm going to try to. I mean, it's going to be a little off the cuff, you know? I don't have the memory of a fucking goldfish, but (laughs) you'll get the essence of what my original intro was. Let's hear it. Um, Hey, what's up? My name is Noelle, and for the second time today, (laughs) with my entire chest, I would like to say, First of all, free Britney. And second of all, Jamie Lynn Spears, you crusty little Caucasian cunt. I'm coming for you and your fucking ponytail. I'm going to wrap my hand around it, pull you in tight, and just not stop punching until I taste blood. Your blood on my tongue. That is, I like it. It still has enough of the the fury. Um Yeah. Because we had a really good discussion about freeing Britney, how misaligned she was in the media. Yeah, how... we'll, we'll, we'll low-key, we'll talk about it a little bit, but tell us who you are <coughs> oh, as I die. Yeah, so here's mine, which was real good. Uh, mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Chelsea, and I am Sin and Cosine, because we're about to go off on a tangent. It's true. And we're going to go on multiple tangents. Not only because I've this will be my second time listening to the episode... But also because I'm going to take this time to tangent back to an important tangent we originally recorded that is no longer here. The OG tangent about Miss Britney Spears. Um, I sent Chelsea a TikTok in the middle of the night, as usual, um, containing just a snippet of audio from Britney's court hearing. And I also, what what we didn't talk about in the original recording of this episode was... um, but she has specifically said on record now that she wants people to be talking and she wants people to hear her side of the story. Because I think before, um, even after like the Britney documentary came out shortly after we did our episode, hashtag thanks for copying our homework, um, people were like, is this our place to talk? Are we just exploiting her? Again, like the people were here to, you know, put on trial. And I think that was fair discourse to have. It it was like, oh, she hasn't said anything. So what are we supposed to do? 
And um, <clears throat> she has like officially come out and said, no, I want this to be public and open record. I want people to be able to read what has happened to me. I want to talk about it. I want to be forthcoming. The last two years I have been lying because I have been fucking traumatized and I want my truth to be heard so that the state of California can no longer refute what I have to say. Like they have the the proof, the documentation. They're going to have my words printed and if they don't do anything about what's happened to me, like, you know, that's on them. What more can I do? Um right. And I encourage everyone to listen to her statement. Um, it's heartbreaking. It like truly. Um, she. It's like she wrote the statement out, and you can hear kind of like her nerves as mm-hmm. she's speaking it. Like you know when you get that rush of adrenaline when yeah. you're talking and you almost are out of breath even though you're you're just talking um you kind of like hear that in moments of it and then you hear her like truly get a little angry in some portions and i don't know it was just i i can't say this enough that everything that we thought was going on um it is that's true and it's worse than we could have ever imagined well, the most um, heartbreaking thing for me was when she was saying that they wouldn't let her see her regular therapist in her home anymore. They sent her off to some rehab so that the paparazzi could get photos of her. Yeah. Specifically, she's like, I didn't know this guy. Like, I didn't want yeah. to fucking go talk to him. I wanted my psychiatrist. Yeah. And I wouldn't let her have him. Yeah. And they did that with intention. Um, as we learn and come to find out that they wanted her to be photographed in these unfavorable situations. They wanted tabloids to pick up these pictures and these stories and paint her in this horrific light so that her dad could then use that as proof and ammunition for the conservatorship. Um, And it, she brings it up and it's truly like she she talks about how um, she specifically says this about Miley Cyrus being able to smoke a blunt on the VMA stage, but you know she's photo- she was she was photographed you know years ago with a drink in her hand and her kid on her lap, and she's a fucking bad guy, but Miley's just you know a baddie. And um, I am assuming people who are on TikTok probably saw the same like. Backstreet Boys in sync dance reunion. And um that made me like a little that that made me a little sick to my stomach because they could be out here looking cute and having fun. And meanwhile, like the the queen, the Madonna of that generation of pop music is a prisoner in her own life. And um I don't know. It was just, it was heartbreaking um, to hear that, just hear her speak finally about how, um, you know, she's, every aspect of her life is controlled by, by someone else, by her father and her quote unquote team. Um, They control everything she does. She wears, she says she can do and what she can see and how she can spend her money and, 
most importantly to call out is, you know, they control what is done to her body. And that means the medication she's on, like she's on lithium. Um, and I don't think she should be, and she doesn't think so either. And, um, they have forced her to get an IUD and she wants to get that removed so she could have children with her boyfriend. And they said no. And, um, it's just wild. Yeah. You compared it to essentially sex trafficking. Like she is, her body is a vessel of making the men who control her money. Yeah. Well, she even, um, she talked about that, how, the only thing you could compare her life to is sex trafficking because she was forced to work seven days a week, no breaks, no vacations. She had her like cell phone, internet, every money, everything taken from her, which is the same thing that would happen to someone who is being trafficked. You take everything away from them and leave them resourceless um, and force them to work against their will. And um, it's... I don't know. I I always knew the situation was heartbreaking. I learning, you know, from the source, the details of it. It's even worse than you can imagine. Um, they were using her children. You know, like if you want to see your kids, you have to do this, that, and this. And she brought up an experience where she had like a 102 degree fever and was still forced to perform. And she thought really was like in fear for her life on the stage. And someone actually found a cell phone clip of that where she's in the middle of a show and is like, I'm so sorry, you guys, it's so hot up here. I'm so hot. I just don't, I have a fever. I have like 102 degree fever and I'm just burning up on here. And anyway, are you guys ready to have some fun? And you're just like, Whoa, yeah. And um I I don't think she brought it up, but it would be interesting to kind of look at like were I how can I say this without validating where there isn't any were the conspiracy theorists a little right? Was she actually Yes, we were. <clears throat> you know what yes, I mean we like were. when they were like if you're in trouble wear yellow in your next video and then she would you know, it's she because there were these videos for posting like just general photos from Google, like a tomato plant, and it would be like yeah. the first thing it would come up in tomato plant, and it was just like, even if it wasn't, it was just wasn't the bigger picture. It was just her doing whatever, like fuck you, I can't post what I want, that I'll just post bullshit. Here's a tomato plant. Yeah, yeah, no, it's because she didn't really like address that. She said that she had been like lying and keeping quiet for two years because she was trying to convince herself that she was happy and everything was okay. And she, at the end of the day, was just being abused and traumatized. And she feels like she finally has the strength to come forward about it. Um, But it makes you kind of, I don't know, it makes you kind of wonder about everything everyone was kind of putting together online. Mm -hmm. It's like, was she, like, was, was she really like, reaching out. I don't know. It's we'll see what happens. Um <clears throat> if um if her conservatorship continues, I I just I don't even Then we storm Hollywood at dawn. Yeah, like what what there is just absolutely no faith in the system. I just and you know we talked about this a little bit on the original recording of this episode. Oh, 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 oh. But um you know, these 
tabloids who helped perpetuate the narrative that ended up getting her this conservatorship in the first place, um, I feel like it's their responsibility now to make sure that they help undo the harm that was done to her, not just by posting a free Britney, you know, hashtag in her picture by saying, these were the articles we posted and the pictures that we shared on these dates. And we are here to say this was wrong. This was incorrect information. Um, we want to fully redact all those statements. And we are here and like to speak on her behalf for her testimony and validation. Like they should be doing that. Not just trying to jump on the bandwagon that, you know, they helped fucking derail her in the first place um and i think if like i'm not sure what the whole judge situation is because like her whole thing of coming out and speaking is because like her representative is obviously hired by her dad so it's someone who does not have her best interest in mind that her attorney tried to say we need to close we need to seal these records and not talk about this because we need to abide by people's privacy. And, you know, there are minors in this, you know, her children are minors, individual minors, and we need to protect their privacy as well. And, you know, trying to really like skew all yeah. this shit. And then Brittany's like, no, we're going to keep this open so that people can hear what happened. Dude. And also and, what a fucking queen for it. Like, yeah. Well, it's like, it's, you're literally seeing as, clear as day that the people even quote unquote hired to defend her and protect her are just these these pawns it's it's fucking cinematic dude that's why it's so hard for my brain to grasp that it's reality because it feels almost cinematic it is so rosemary's baby right like meet britney she's like oh is it cooked though and they're like doesn't matter just swallow it yeah like literally it is it is true like cinematic horror you're like there's no way that's delusional thinking to think everyone around you is a pawn in the grand scheme of scheming you and it's like no they all are every yeah. single person from the team of people who are in her house living with her monitoring her 24/7 including watching her get fucking changed to the cook to the personal trainer, to her attorney, to her psychiatrist, to her doctor. They're all paid for and handpicked by her father in order to keep her fucking locked away, over-medicated, and silenced. It's truly fucking disgusting. And I think that's why my brain has such a hard time wrapping around it because it's like, no, it really is that bad. Nope, it really is... It is a Stephen King version of reality. It is it, fucking horrible. It can happen horrible. to Britney. It can happen to any of us, too. Like, yeah. we were talking oh, about yeah. it on the original recording. We're one bad haircut away. Like, yep. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely, dude. It is just, it is unfortunate. It is unfucking fortunate. The fact that, the fact that she is currently right now quote-unquote diagnosed with dementia and that's why there's a full conservatorship over her entire life every single thing the fact that that didn't put up a red flag anywhere 
that, that that's no one's job to look into and verify that that's you know what i mean like we have this pop culture icon this you know like millionaire woman and we're just like yeah nope her dad said she has dementia at 30 you know what like there is no one's job to look into that yeah, she's like, surrounded by staff who's supposed to be, like, ensuring her mental and physical well-being, and all of a sudden dementia creeps up. Yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. a modern-day Rapunzel, man. <clears throat> it's true. No, it's true. So, um, yeah, I free Britney, like, for real. Like, it's, I, it's disgusting that we... As fans and consumers and beneficiaries of what she did to music and pop culture, that we allowed it to go on this long. I think that's like <clears throat> truly some of the burden needs to be on us and should be um, resolved by us by our constant advocacy for the end of her conservatorship. Um, don't let her testimony go unheard. Um, I think that's that's the biggest thing. It's what she said in her deposition is that she wanted people to hear what happened to her. And we should listen for the first time. Listen to every word that she says. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. hear it. Make everybody yeah. hear it. Yeah, make everyone hear it, truly. It should be a nonstop topic until uh, her conservatorship ends and she can finally live her life as a true a free fucking woman which is disgusting to even think about and say out loud but it's true so um free britney free britney and here's a segue already been used once but hopefully everyone involved in her conservatorship dies yes hey, noel yes yes Speaking hi death, <laughs> hello hello this one got away from me today. Ooh. This is totally authentic and genuine conversation. 100%. Also, uh, before we talk about death, I just want to get on another tangent real quick. Yeah. Let's so, so um, <clears throat> don't mind me. I forgot to bring over my water. So I am going to die this whole episode since this is now our second take of doing this. Um, anyway, my DoorDasher replied... To the dropping off of my food and just said done. And I don't like that. Why? It's I don't like that. Gets to the point. No, it almost feels like that's almost like the type of text that I would get from like my high school boyfriend after we were like back and forth fighting on our Motorola razors and I just get done. You know what I mean? Are you? You're going full Karen? Are you going to go Karen on this poor person? Maybe they're driving and that's all they can no. do before a cop sees them. Maybe they were going to be like, oh, dearest Noel, I love your bleach bangs. Um, God bless you the most for ordering food from me. And they send you a done. No. The, look at the intention behind the words. If Brittany taught us anything, it's look at the intention behind the words. I hate you for trying to use her against me like that. All I'm saying is that, uh, you know, uh, maybe say, be just like, dropped off. You don't even have to say thank you. You don't even have to say bye. But say something more than done. I don't, you know. Is done it's just not, not, not the working, working man's man. version of dropped off? No. I'm just going to randomly just send you a done out of nowhere. Just <laughs> yeah, watch how jarring it is. Watch how <laughs> jarred you become. Just you saying it, I was jarred. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, you fucking bitch. It's rude. It's rude as hell. <laughs> um, and then I'll reply with dropped off. And then you'll feel better and I'll still be suffering inside. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway. as usual, uh, uh, the Grim Reaper, bam, bam, bam. Got away yeah. from me a little bit. Uh, try to stick with me, Noel. Uh-huh. Keep me on I'm track. Trying. Here we go. Let's do this. Um, for the part pet dieu. <laughs> yep, that's exactly it. Part dieu. And it's so hard to feel authentic because we type out the scripts of the episode. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's just it's, regurgitated material yeah. after regurgitated material. But yeah. isn't that just life in general? Nothing is original. Nothing is authentic. It isn't. This is just a research bundled into a little pile of sticks, Blair Witch style. And let the exactly. horror fucking begin. <sighs> the Grim Reaper is yes. probably the most popular personification of death in Western existence. Nay, the world, Noel. Nay. Um, wielding a scythe, <laughs> which represents his harvesting of souls, and a cloak which hides the skeletal remains. This is an image that you don't have to have too much creativity uh, to conjure up because it's so prevalent in pop culture. Three things, first of yeah. all. Uh-huh. Um, the scythe representing the harvesting of souls. Um, I don't mean to sound legally blind <laughs> here. What an authentic thought, Noel. You totally brought up for the first time. <laughs> I know you've never heard this before. But, but in, in full in full actuality, in full authentic truth, today. You don't know if this right now is the first time I've thought this, but today as a summary whole was the first time I was, I was today years old when I realized the harvester of souls would use farmer tools. Yeah. It's real cute. Didn't, you know what? It is cute. And I didn't realize it <laughs> as, as a um, practitioner of uh, the macabre. Uh-huh. never put macabre, that together. The, the poor man as the, macabre. As the, the practitioner of the macabre, um, yeah. <laughs> it's the first. I I hate to say, I hate to say it, but also everyone go check out the movie Carnival of Souls. Jesus Actually, Christ. <laughs> 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 Films <laughs> Horror movie filmed here, black and white, filmed at the good old Saltaire. Check it out, Carnival Souls. Anyway, <laughs> just, or if you're bored, Google farm practices and watch a YouTube video. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, anyway. tears coming out of my eyes. Oh, it's usually where they come from. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, 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 world religions have many different ideas of a person who controls death, uh, from Hades in Greek mythology to one of the four horsemen uh, in Christian beliefs, like death riding on a pale horse. Um, But lesser spoken about is Anku, who is the servant of death who comes from Breton myths in in the third century. And Breton is really just kind of like a conjunction of British areas like Wales. When um, you just say Europe, wait, if we say Europe, does that mean Breton or is it specifically 
like Britain. Specifically Britain, like Britain, third century. Okay. Um, and then preceding all other worldly mentions of the Grim Reaper, Anku appears as a man with a scythe, generally clothed in black robes. And there are many different myths regarding Anku, from him being the first child of Adam and Eve to the first man who dies in any new year. So kind of a new Anku every year, depending on whoever rolls the dice and dies first. Or uh, falls off of the roof during yeah. Christmas. Or is an authentic pot of Noel has of Tim Allen and the Santa Claus. Oh my god, it sucks that you guys won't get to hear the authentic version of my brain. The two, My two brain cells smashing into each other and for whatever reason thinking like Tim Allen and the Santa Claus. You won't right. get to hear the authentic version of that, but do know that the thought did happen, and do Jesus. know that it was real. You know what we are? We're the Tenacious D song right now. We're just tribute. Like, we had recorded the greatest podcast in the world, but we can't remember it. So now we're just the tribute. It's true. Uh, Damn, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna rewatch Tenacious yeah. D. Also, just keep watching fucking Craig. And make sure that he's like finding oh, his P's and Q's. I haven't, I haven't stopped watching him, dude. I keep, oh, I'm watching like God. a um, And so the final thing, uh, kind of the final mythology that surrounds Anku is that he was a man who lost a challenge to the OG, OG, capital D, death, and was later cursed to roam the earth as a monster for the rest of eternity. And that monster is what we lovingly know as the Grim Reaper. Santa Claus. Yes, or Santa. Um, and when the bubonic plague hit, it was quickly dubbed the Black Death because of the color of the infection and the skin's necrosis when people slowly died. Okay. Totally original thought that you've never heard before. <laughs> <laughs> totally original. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I actually also shout out that we didn't do first time. This is truly original. The last podcast on the left is doing a Black Plague series right now or bubonic plague series whatever and it is as always the most informative and interesting shit in the entire world and because of that that's why and slash how i learned that you so i thought it was called the black death or black plague or bubonic plague whatever 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 because people were just like throwing bodies out in the street and shit because everyone was dying all the time nonstop and they were like rotting right. you know like a body will get puffy and shit and like yeah. that is true but that's not why it was called that it was called that because you could be alive and your arm would turn black and fall off yep and now so, noel what i have to respond with also a completely please, original thought never heard of it. speaking of necrotic tissue Yes. Uh, I saw a video in one of my popping channels. Sorry. That I like to watch. <laughs> I've been drinking no. to cope. Um, and this guy had like an infected tattoo. And the skin mm -hmm. itself didn't look infected, right? Like yeah. there was maybe a pimple that looked like it had stabbed um, slightly. Okay, quick question. We didn't yeah. we didn't really like clarify this too much in the original. So, was it like um okay, do you do you remember what the tattoo was of? No, I imagine it was really shitty. Okay. Probably. It was so, a real scratcher tattoo. It was um, okay. Was so it's you know, on the back. It's on a back. Yeah, it was on a back. You know when you see a tattoo that's yeah, you know when you see a tattoo that's real chewed up and there are scabs on it? Yeah, I mean, I don't see them often, but I understand the but, uh, Yeah, right, right. 
uh, it, it was like, like a yeah, yeah. It was no, like an, it was a, like a full like on shitty back tattoo. tattoo. I'll see oh, if I can find it. Um, but the uh, the, creme, <laughs> the creme de la creme is yeah. the necrotic tissue that was being pulled out of this guy's back by and a what pair was of, it? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. How did you know that it <laughs> yeah. wasn't? This wasn't being done by a doctor. Uh, by toenail yeah. clippers, Noel. <laughs> uh, Wait. Okay. Another thing. So we now we know a man's scratcher back tattoo looks like it has a scabbed pimple on the back, um, and someone, um, not a medical professional, some might say, um, the most least qualified person in the room, <clears throat> walks up with toenail clippers and says. Would you mind if I performed a little amateur surgery <laughs> on your back? Came scuttling in. Uh, uh-huh. Let me actually, you know, I found the video. Oh, good. Could you describe what the room looks like that they're in? Uh, I could describe it, Noelle, but why Please. not just show you? Oh, you bitch. No. It's called. So what we're gruesome, seeing here is a tattoo, right? The gruesome the video, video that first brought me into our backslash popping yeah um (sighs) and what you first see is like what looks like a bunch of wadded up toilet paper just smeared on someone's arm you know like the toilet paper gets like when you pull it fucking bitch okay first of all first the fuck of all you (laughs) you you yeah you you are this is see this is what i needed this is what I needed. It looks almost like a sunburn. It looks almost. like a swollen man's back with a shitty But it doesn't bucket. look like an infection, right? Yes, it looks- bitch, yes, it does. I would look at that immediately and go, oh, we're about to see well, a man. When they pull the necrotic fucking tissue out with the toenail clippers, it looks like an infection. But when looking at the actual infected tattoo, it just looks a little red like a sunburn with like an open also- I mean, yes, it does, but it's, like, swollen. It's clearly, like, swollen and red like a sunburn because of an infection. Also, the the fact that they're collecting, like, the... On his, on his arm. They're pulling the necrotic tissue out and just smearing it on his arm. Yeah. Oh, Satan, help me. Oh, <laughs> my God. The toenail clippers are out, and we are... <laughs> Shit! It's hard like a twig. It's like twig. Oh no, girl, girl. <gasps> what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Why? Jump to like four thirty-four because no. they're still. Oh my god! You gotta- I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pass out. <laughs> Noel, you got it. You gotta jump. Jump to four thirty-five. Jump to four thirty-five, Noel. It Tell is. Me- jump to four thirty-five. Tell okay, me when you're there. there. I'm at four. Oh, oh my god. It's like a it's a thick war- oh Did no. you jump to four thirty-five? Oh no, 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 no. I need oh. you to jump to four <laughs> So what happens at four thirty-five? <laughs> they pull a wad of infected tissue out and fucking old faithful. <laughs> Explodes out of the I'm just oh fucking my god, <laughs> dude! I literally gagged. My eyes are watering right now. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway, uh, I googled it. This guy actually oh died. God. So don't yeah, uh, honestly, don't laugh too hard. I'm. Uh, he deserves it. After what that what has happened, Chelsea? I'm not getting gagged. <laughs> Dude, I watch that at least like twice a week. Oh my um, god! Oh my god! Oh 
Oh but that's like that's like necrotic tissue, man. That's the Black Death. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you? Yeah. Um. Anyway, <laughs> so people also people's skin would go black and they would die, and then funeral practices would push people towards wearing black while they were in mourning. And eventually, these guys started with the concept of death itself. I. Um, <laughs> I watch I follow crime scene cleanup. I watch like human dissection and that fucking that is the worst thing I've ever seen. Oh my god. Oh my god, it is sick. It's sick. <laughs> I literally can't do no, no, stop laughing. We we already said he died. I Googled it. I oh. don't care. I don't care. That was horrible. God rest his soul. Terrible. Go to the hospital. Don't pull out infections oh with toenail slippers. Oh my god. Oh, I literally do it. I fucking oh. maybe it's because I was eight. I don't know. You know, you know what yeah. it was? It was watching them pull the fucking like decay skin from the mm-hmm. hole and mm-hmm. watching them place it on his arm like it like for display like yeah. how they do with the blackhead videos and the gloves yeah. but this was totally clippers <laughs> fucking rot fucking. This is human fucking rot and it was that it was the it was the cunnilingus that <laughs> leading to the orgasm which was a, f- a full display of rotting Dude. human sewage yeah pooling out of him but, oh my god it got me that got yeah. me that got <laughs> yeah, me you got it you got got <laughs> oh yeah and then like the, the crater that's that's yeah. just in his back oh, i literally dude all tea fucking i almost I almost had a, a moment. <laughs> that that honestly, that video does Ooh. nothing to me other than just like the excitement. Uh, Ooh. Whew, yeah, that's a good one. Also, that's some dark. Two hundred and forty-four votes, sixty-seven comments so far. <laughs> like you're, no one's seeing that. Jesus <laughs> I see it. Oh, and I go to God. it every day. I found oh. that shit in seconds. I bet you did. Anyway, exactly what to look for. Huh. Anyway, so anyway, back to this. Back, yeah. So the Grim Reaper is indeed something that we rarely really look at when it comes to pop pop culture. He's always there, is instantly recognizable. And if you ask someone what it is, you'll probably always get the generic answer of a closed skeleton who carries a scythe and comes to get people and it's their time to die. You can't run from him, and we all meet him in the end. And, uh-huh. and while, while that's, that's fun, fun to, to think, think about, about it's, it's really not authentic um, when we kind of diminish a concept as big as the Grim Reaper is just something as a visualization of pop culture. We cannot dismiss uh, something as powerful as death is just an imaginary personification. Um, we can't do it. We won't fucking do it. We didn't do it on the first recording and we're not going to do it on the second fucking recording either. Yep. So now let's let's talk David Icke and his fascination with Saturn, yep. both the planet and the person. <clears throat> yeah, let's talk about David Icke because I am so into talking about things that have absolutely nothing to do with each other. That is yep. my favorite thing. Yeah. Remember the Grim Reaper? Fuck it. Let's not. I, t- I told you I went up. I told you this one got away from me. 
Uh, this what? is when it starts. I'm like the myth of Sisyphus. I was almost at the top of the fucking hill, and now the boulder's down at the bottom, so we got to start over. And we're starting over with David Icke. Uh-huh. Um, you you want to, hey, hey, Chelsea, yeah, you want to yeah. tell the people who the fuck David Icke is? Because I would. <laughs> if there's anyone listening right now and they go, why does that name sound familiar to me? I should, this is a, this is actually a, a fact and, or a piece of information you can keep with you forever. If you remember someone's name, it's probably never for a good reason. You can, yeah. you know, if you don't put a face to their name and you just remember their name, I'm going to tell you right now, it's probably not for anything good. Um, and that is for sure the truth with our good friend, David Icke. And I would like to, before <laughs> Chelsea tells us about him a little bit more, I would like to say yeah. firmly right now that I am very anti-David Icke. I think that David Icke is a fucking quack, and I think David Icke is the reason why the conspiracy theory community is demonized and damned and made irrelevant and racist and um, crazy, and I agree with them because David Icke, because of him and the words that fall out of his big, fat, dumb mouth. I do agree with them on that. Um, so I just want to say right now, before Chelsea says anything else about how she feels about <laughs> him or anything, that I fully do not support David Icke. I don't, I think he's a grade A piece of shit. Okay. Anyway, Chelsea, do you want to tell us about David Icke? Yeah. Now, if, if I were to bing.com search David Icke, yeah. uh, it would say that he's just a regular English conspiracy theorist. Mm -hmm. um, if I were to go more down the lines of Google, uh, the first thing that would pop up was an article saying how David Icke was kicked off of Facebook for his coronavirus claims, yeah, um, yeah, and uh, as you may be, as you is, as you may infer from Noel's rant, we're not really going to go for broke when it comes to defending David Icke. Um, mm. At worst, and this is the worst, uh, he is your typical conspiracy theorist who blames the Jews for everything. Yeah, yeah, a good old fashioned anti semite, right? Um, at best, and this is a real. Uh, straw man at best because remember he's a terrible racist um, he ha does have his finger in some of the conspiracy pies that are actually quite interesting um, so if we can swallow the shitty <clears throat> contaminated filth that is David Icke we might get to some really good pastries I mean no this is the Hitler thing Hitler was a vegetarian but he hated the Jews. Like, it's, you know, they don't cancel don't, each don't, other don't, out. Don't, don't misinterpret what I'm saying. Hitler was a piece <laughs> of shit. But if you go into the Hitler pie of him talking about, like, concave Earth, then we get to the cool-ass concave Earth shit. Hitler's finger <sighs> was merely the awful, racist pathway to get to some good pie that is a real cool conspiracy theory that we're actually living in a light bulb. I'm not going to let you have that, but I'll let us move on. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so keep in mind, when we talk about David Icke, he is probably the person who perpetuated the 5G causes coronavirus the most. Yeah. So don't think that us talking about him is any support for that. But David Icke uh, and his theories about the Grim Reaper is something that we are going to explore right now. Okay. Um, and when I say right now, I mean, let's talk, <laughs> let's just fill people into um, David Icke a little bit. Sure. Uh, he is a 69-year-old Englishman, I'm going to say nice again. Nice. Uh, who started out in sports broadcasting. That's kind of fun. 
Um, and it wasn't until he started to experience chronic pain that he looked into alternative medicine, which of course led to new age philosophies. Like Chelsea on prattdaddy.com looking up new yeah. crystals. I know. I didn't think we were going to bring this up again. Uh, but yeah, my chronic pain, the fact mm-hmm. that doctors don't take it seriously, despite the fact my jaw is literally dislocated and it shows up on all modern uh, methods of viewing that, such as an MRI. Uh, he mm-hmm. uh, and how I go to Pratt Daddy Crystals to see if there's anything cool that I could get that could align my chakras. Tell me, deal with I it. mean, um, I will sidebar tangent. Cosine sidebar. Yeah. We're in the, we're um, in cosine right now, but we're in cosine. Um, I found, okay. So you remember how Moldavite was a thing? Cause the children online told me about it. Yeah. The children online are telling me about another crystal. Is it, it's not, is it the Lemurian seed crystals? No, it's not the Lemurian seed crystal. That's you trying to get your agenda in here. Right. Okay. Sorry. Is it on, is it something that Pratt daddy sells? Probably, honestly, at this point. Um, What's the name of it? I, for, I forget the name. It begins with a C, and it's almost like yellow or like orangish. Um, I'll look it up and tell you, but uh, it's like... I'm trying to look on Pratt Daddy right now. You know, no. my homepage. So it's um, like the opposite of Moldavite, whereas like Moldavite almost in, brings chaos. Um, this stuff is supposed to bring like prosperity um, and like the, the children are like, you know, I was wearing this and then, you know, these great things. Is it happened. citrine? It's not citrine, is it? I'm no, just it's not citrine. No, no, it's not. Um, citrine. I don't know if I'm going to trust you. I want you to go down this weird crystal path that you're going no. on where you hate crystals, but simultaneously like talk crystals because you almost had me buying Moldavite, bitch. And that could have turned my life into even more chaos. Was it Carnelian? Carmel, yep, that's it, that's it, that's it. Found it on the Google. Now I'm going to find it on Pratt Daddy Crystals. <laughs> God, I want to know how much he's charging for it. Okay. You know, I'm so glad we didn't do Moldavite because every, you know, the children and the the adults listening right now are who are hip and cool with it. I've probably seen that poor fucking bitch on TikTok who got like, she's like thirty dollar Moldavite earring. Who wants it? And then it was like bonk, no more dad boyfriend house car and she just lost all these things yeah but what we um, could do is buy this 35 dollars carnelian bracelet from prattdaddycrystals.com oh, and all actually, of our life 35 dollars is actually a pretty sweet deal and is that heidi montag posing it with it on her yeah. forehead uh-huh who else uh, would it fucking be i mean true the future is bright this crystal will propel you forward gently helping you confront and heal from the past struggles as you embrace life and passion wherever you find them. You know what I'm going to do? I've had a little bit to drink. It's in my budget. You- I'm going to buy one. Are you really? Yeah. Should I add two? If you Venmo me, I'll add another one in there and we can save on shipping. I do not. I do, but I don't. You know, I can't. I got what I got. I'm going to All right. I bought it. It will Did be you really? Six to eight weeks. <laughs> Did you? What? <laughs> what? Are you I don't for know. real? Are you for real? Six to eight weeks? No, I'm not being for real at all. Uh, but I do want to buy it. Just wait until we get Patreon money and we'll buy it with that. Why would I wait? Because. Is, I don't think I ever because. transferred. First of all. Please support us on Patreon. It goes yes. for our livelihood oh and keeping the podcast going. It also goes to help 
uh, us by stuff that will give us prosperity. Have you out the, the crystals to the two people who won the crystals? No, I didn't. I'm so God sorry. Damn it, Maybe you want to know what? I don't fucking go anywhere, Noel. We talked about this. I will well, you do need my to go. best to go. Yeah, you're, you're right. Need to go. Why don't you drive your happy ass down here and we will go the fuck together? I, I can't drive my happy ass down there. Not now. You have it. Also, patreon.com backslash go to hell podcast. One dollar a month gets you access to all of our shit. We have other options as well, like five and ten dollars, but honestly, we we you know this is this is a community. We don't want finances to get in the way of anything. So you give us what you can afford, but a dollar gets you in the fucking door. Um, and we actually had a two-part series go up recently, um, which was Chelsea's tarot card reading, my tarot card reading, and then the tarot card reading for the podcast, which was super cool. Um, so check that out. Uh, Chelsea just bought the crystal. You stupid bitch. It was $43. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, it was kind of expensive. Oh my um, god! Probably can't um, afford it, but you know uh, what? I really just want Spencer Pratt to notice me, and if the custom message that I sent to him, which was "notice me, senpai," uh, hopefully he'll get it. Dude, we got to um, talk about the fucking Grim Reaper, or we got to talk about David Ike Roman Explosion. Okay, yeah. Well, this is an uh, this is an ad, real quick. So we right, did, yeah hashtag uh, Patreon. ad. Patreon.com backslash go to hell podcast. Um, also, make sure to follow us on the everything. Go to Hell Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. I think that's the username. Um, and I am at Noelle Fain and O E L L E F A E N on everything Twitch, Twitter, Instagram. Don't find me on Facebook. That you all are fucking weird if you do. Um, yeah, that's me, Chelsea. Who are you? I'm Harpy H A R R R P Y. And you can find me on Facebook. You're just not going to see anything. Uh, you'll see a sick-ass photo of me with Jake the Snake uh, as my profile picture. You're welcome. Is it really just the same harpy on Twitter? I thought you had to do more R's there, which is why I told you to change it. No, it's just always been H-A-R-R-R-P-Y. And the fact that you tell me that it, my stuff is too hard to find. Like, I've been looking up different names to change it to, and they're all taken. Breaking my heart. Well... It's time to figure it out because I do think it is a little hard to find. Yeah, go to Hell Podcast on Twitter and go to Hell Podcast on Instagram. Great. So glad I know the art sure. information. Okay, anyway. At the very least, please paper. share and tell your friends. Uh, yeah. It takes, I don't know, it takes like a whole week to write an episode. And the fact that we have to record this one twice. Whoo! The fact that we had to record this one twice, and dare I say, it is still just as great as the first time we recorded it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, sh tell your friends who aren't easily offended. Honestly, I can't deal with any more people. I can't explain my life or my life choices or decisions to any more people. So just like I would say, here's a caveat only recommend us to like your cool friends. Like if you've done sure. Coke in a public bathroom with this friend, maybe share our shit with them. I don't need anyone else. Like I, you know what I'm saying here? Like, don't show your mom. I'm just, I'm not interested in that. I don't need that stress in my life. I, I already have 
given myself an aneurysm because I found out my mother is on Twitter where I am the most degen. So please, you know, just only your cool friends. If they do substances, then for sure let us, let them listen. But, um, you know, if you have a religious person in your life, maybe don't, you know, I'm just trying to not have that energy in near me, you know, oh, let them, I, let them listen, share it to the whole world. Don't um, share I it to this course. I invite the chaos people. because Spencer Pratt is protecting me with his magic crystals. <laughs> yeah, that you paid like almost fifty fucking dollars for. Is it really six to eight weeks? Also, I here is idea. here is us being another unofficial official sponsor of Pratt Daddy Crystals. Dude, he will not answer my emails, and I'm like, dude, just please. I'm not even joking here. I want I, you. I know that you're not joking here, but also Chelsea, look at this as a timeline situation. When we were in the back and forth emails with Spencer Pratt and Pratt Daddy Crystals was also in the thick of it, into the thick of it for our fucking religious shit. Like yeah, the you're Bible right. episode. So if he was just to listen in five seconds, he was out. He was out. He would, if this was Shark Tank, he was like, I'm out. Yeah, so, you're right. He was not buying in. No. So I think timing wise wasn't a great time for us to reach out to him, but you know what? Fuck him. He, that, you know, I'll say that because we also just promoted him for free. So peace and love. Anyway, yeah. back go to, to the Pratt Daddy Crystals. Super. <laughs> okay. Anyway, fuck it. David Icke went yeah. on a real slippery slope where he tried to cr- treat his chronic pain with crystals. Um, he also sought out a psychic to help him deal with the pain issues. Of course he did. Yeah, and instead of telling him how to do that, she instead told him that the spirit world had big fucking plans for him and to be ready to face opposition for it. And uh, let's just not go into David Icke too much further, but he has been in the conspiracy game, kind of spitting some some, uh, thoughts and theories since the 1980s. And one of the ones, like we mentioned, we're going to go into is the Grim Reaper. Yeah. And... Specifically, when David Icke mentions the Grim Reaper, he really dives into the planet Saturn and its association with death when it comes to symbolism. In Roman mythology, Saturn was an old man with a sickle and was generally associated with death because of Saturn's rotational time span. That is, it takes it 29 years to really rotate the Earth, rotate it three times, and this would account for a full human lifespan. You have the beginning of their life, the middle of their life, and the end of the life. David Icke took this symbolism a bit of a step further when it came to his more New Age beliefs. And part of his tier of thinking doesn't necessarily refer to Saturn so much as a planet, but as a person or the idea of a person. Um, And that's not so crazy because that's entirely what Greek and Roman mythology think of Saturn as. Um, Mm -hmm. Technically, Saturn slash Kronos is the father of Zeus, ate all of his children. Also, Noel, this part is for you. J.R.R. Tolkien's Eye of fucking Sauron pulled straight from some of the symbolism of Saturn. We love to see it. Love to see it. And there are other texts, such as the Zosimos visions, that refer to Saturn as a person in the same vein as Christ. Um, quoting that they could change They're bodies. They're both evil. Yeah, well, they could both change bodies into blood and make the eyes see and make the dead to rise again. They're both evil. And when David Icke takes a look at what Saturn once was, or perhaps who Saturn once was, 
He starts to put two and two together. And this is really where we kind of get the ball rolling on David Icke's real crazy conspiracy bit. The new age part of him looks at Saturn as the controller when it comes to astrological breakdowns. And then the conspiracy part of him recognizes that the worship of Saturn has been going all the way back to Sumerian times. So essentially, yes, we're taking astrology and then we're combining it with ancient religions. Oh, my two least favorite oh, things. Get ready to open my wine and two... swallow it. Swallow no. it like a burger you were eating and take one of this episode. So <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. What a gift. No one has to hear me eat. Yeah, no one's gonna hear you just chewing and talking. Oh um, man. And this next part is actually not not conspiracy. Let's preface this here. Thank the you. North Pole of Saturn, there is a massive storm going on, and it takes the literal shape of a hexagon. Absolutely not a conspiracy. You can look at it through NASA, which, as we all know, not a space agency, never a straight answer. Never a straight answer. The photos are there. It has been documented. There is not a conspiracy, a hexagonal storm on the North Pole of Saturn, mm -hmm. um, which is kind of cool to think. And then when we kind of dive deeper into the associations between Saturn, it's connected to Saturday. And finally, Saturn is the sixth planet from the sun. Well, can you see where we are going with this? Hexagon. I have a feeling. I yeah. think you just said six three yep. times. Hexagon, six sides. Saturday, sixth day of the week. Saturday. <laughs> six, 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 baby. Let's go even further than that. David Please. Icke, 100% picked up on the symbolism and the synchronicity of 666. I'm sorry, evil. what did you just say? Synchronicity. Did I say synchronicity? <laughs> yeah, oh my god, thank god. Thank god you just mispronounced it. I thought this was about to be another crick situation where I was going to lose my goddamn no, shit. I just got excited. You t robbed me of my excitement to once again point out the fact that I am a human with flaws and you once again <laughs> you cut down mean. any amount of ego you that I made. <laughs> David Ike. Oh, we start so over. Bad. Please. David Icke picked up on this symbolism and synchronicity and ran with it. Yeah. He started to pick out different depictions of Saturn and tied them in with various Illuminati or satanic cults, specifically when it came to the symbolism. And we don't yeah. really have to dive into this one too far. Um, when you just look at Saturn from afar, the rings surrounding the planet can kind of look like eyeballs, which is a symbol that has been vastly adopted and attributed to different cults all over the place we even see it on our fucking money with the eyeball at the top of the pyramid mm -hmm. um you get the eye of horus lots of different things there celebrities doing the kind of the eye thing beyonce looking at you specifically with my good eye too wow. lots of different symbolism there and according to michael sarion author of astrotheology we can even attribute a huge aspect of our own language to Saturn worship. Because in ancient times, the name of Saturn was L. That's just capital E, capital L. And that's why when we go through some of the breakdown of our own linguistic structure, we call chosen ones the elite or of L, the followers of L, the very top of the top, baby. Uh, and Saturn giving us the all-seeing eye, David Icke just picked up on what was already existing and started to kind of pull out where it was exist where it was kind of occurring in pop culture, which was everywhere. 
there's even a book, an entire book about it called A Key of Destiny, which is a semi-occultist book about numerology and symbols. But they basically state that it is when we look at Saturn and we look at the Grim Reaper that when we, quote, look at our work from an entirely new viewpoint in the higher realms, end quote, we'll start to get some of this actual higher living, higher manifestation, self-actualization. Okay. So, so where now, are we going with this? Yeah, now we're getting into, uh, like, horoscope girl territory, yeah? Almost. We're going to dial it back down. Um, basically, what we kind of want to break down with the whole Saturn thing is how it really represents death, that something definitely sinister is going on when we look at the symbolism of Saturn and how occultists are using it even to this day. But no, I want to go further than that. We're not talking Please. about occultism today. Okay, um, we are? That's weird. No, and what I really want to point out, and what I've been screaming from the fucking rooftops since we began this fucking episode, and I can't believe you haven't picked it out until now, this is all just a really long-winded way of saying that the Grim Reaper is actually an alien from fucking Saturn. <laughs> oh, how disappointing. I don't know why you're <laughs> laughing at me. That's amazing. <laughs> How disappointing, man. No, that's fucking cool. How disappointing. The I Grim thought Reaper. we were going to talk about demons. No, the Grim Reaper is a tangible, actual thing that fucking exists. It's an alien from our own solar system. Nay, I say aliens from our solar system. So let's, let's just, okay. Okay, you're not on board yet. Let's get on board. Um. Let's go back to the Black Plague. There are a lot of different accounts from the Black Plague specifically that talk about the Grim Reaper. And I want to isolate this description right here, which says, quote, What's more is the early depictions of the Grim Reaper in popular works of art depict a spindly creature who may have been mistaken for a skeleton because of its tall and gangly, almost unearthly appearance. That sounds like an Every dude I've dated. Well, it sounds like a fucking alien. A tall, gangly thing. Yeah. <laughs> if I were to describe an alien, would it not be, like, skeletal in nature? Think of any alien you're th- in pop culture. I mean, I guess it kind of, like, a, depends. It's a fucking... Sometimes, when you say alien, I think of the alien found footage and signs from the birthday party. Yeah, a fucking tall, skinny-ass gray. Put that motherfucker in a cloak and give him a scythe, and you got the Grim Reaper, hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, he didn't really look like a gray, though, in that footage. You know, he looked well, a little green. But, well, you know, I do. Yeah. I but you feel, you, you're yeah, feeling me here. Yeah, and I'm not just it. pulling this out of my ass. Um, like you do everything. No, I, no, how dare you? In, <laughs> in previous episodes, I will use our old episodes. Um, we've spoken about how alien slash UFO sightings really increase when it comes to things like nuclear weaponry. Yeah, when we're up to no good in the hood. Yeah, but dare I say, we've got it all wrong. Oh, do we? They're not popping up because of the looming threat of nuclear war. Mm-hmm. They're popping up when it just comes to human catastrophe in general. And it just happens to be this century, it's nuclear war. A couple centuries ago, it happened to be the bubonic fucking plague. Okay, so where were they like five months ago? Did Did how many, we're about to have disclosure because of how many UFOs okay. have been appearing. 
How dare oh, you? Oh no, I forget you're saying it's alien, so UFO sightings. Okay, I aliens. thought like Grim Reaper with the fucking scythe. Right. Okay. And so when we think of oh it's coming, I have a burp coming. I'm trying so hard to control oh, it. Jesus Christ. When we talk about the Black Plague and causes of it, most of us are going to go to rats. That's what I've always gone to. Um, the yeah. generic filth of the time, things like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, but for one thing, rat infestations were not exactly prevalent at that time. And it's not really anything that we can find super documented from bubonic plague texts or from historians who were living there in that period. And some of the areas of the Black Plague that were hit the hardest had no contact whatsoever with the ships supposedly carrying these deadly rats. And something that also goes overlooked when it comes to the Black Plague is the massive amount of UFO sightings that would come just before the breakout occurred. And if you don't believe me, look up any medieval art from the time and you will see them infested not with rats, Noel, but with unidentified flying fucking objects. And before, just before, you can Google it right now if you want medieval UFO art. Um, But before you think I've gone completely Mm -hmm. insane. Before. Before you think I've gone insane. Uh, It's important to note that there are far more sightings of UFOs during plague or prior to plague outbreaks noted than there ever have been of rat infestations. And I just want to break that down. Historical documents that we have taken from the time mention unexplained phenomena. Oh, there is like floating things in the painting. So that's fun. And at that time, we see more explanations of UFOs than we ever see any mention of rats. We just don't ever talk about the UFOs. Dare I say uh, it is no the one's flat been, earth? No one's painting a fucking rat in their portrait, but if you see a flying fucking disc in the sky, you're going to for sure pencil I that mean, in. If a rat was the reason of millions of people dying, I'd want to document it. No, I Not wouldn't want the paintings, but at I least don't, in historical I don't texts. They fucking even, no, I don't even think that they put the rat to the plague type of thing. They thought that fucking well, soap and water gave them the fucking plague. So I just feel, we later on were like, it was the rat. Oh, there it is. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's, you know what, that's fair. That's a fair point. But let's look at some other um, historical documents that go talk ahead. about UFOs. So actually, let's go 250 years before the Black Plague ever even broke out. To something called the Justinian Plague, where ancient historians speak about a comet in the sky, which brought with it yeah. cold, famine, and plague. Let's go even oh, further like back. Meteor. Yeah, let's go even further back uh-huh. to the Ninth Plague in Egypt, which took place in 536 AD, where a mysterious fog rolled over and caused a full-on darkness and caused people to die. And let's just uh, go a little further. Um, I'm going to quote now um, the author, William Branley. He wrote something called Gods of Eden, which is a very interesting book about alien interaction throughout history. And let's kind of dive into the Black Plague. Well, I just want to say here, I just, I have a hard time believing people who like didn't believe in washing their hands. Like, I just don't really have any uh, why am i listening to what they have to say like they they're like oh a, a black haze came in and with that came the plague it's like no you were all coughing into each other's mouths like let's call it like it is but you're looking at things too small every single time that a plague has popped up and they've documented it in this way uh, lights in the sky which they interpreted as meteors came 
darkness happened, hazes went around, and then people started dropping dead. Well, no, there was like that low-key, like, volcanic winter um, back when Mary Shelley wrote fucking Frankenstein. It was a year without a summer because a volcano erupted and it blocked out the fucking sun. Yeah, but it wasn't preceded by a meteor and then a plague after. I mean, I'm just... I mean, ancient people knew what volcano eruptions were. They didn't know what UFOs were. (sighs) Or did they? Okay. Sure, they did. From the Gods of Eden, Noel, and I quote... Reports relating to the period of the famous Black Plague between 1347 and 1350 speak of strange cigar-shaped objects slowly crossing the sky, sometimes at low altitude, dispersing their passage in disturbing mist. The first outbreak of the plague in Europe followed an unusual series of events. Between 1298 and 1314, seven large quote-unquote comets were seen over Europe, One was of awe-inspiring blackness one year before the first outbreak of the epidemic in Europe. And then a column of fire was reported over um, Avignon, France. And earlier that year, a ball of fire was observed over Paris. It reportedly remained visible to observers for some time. And to the people of Europe, these sightings were considered omens of the plague which soon followed. And from Vienna, Austria, we get the following description of an event which happened in 1568. Here we see a connection between an outbreak of plague and an object described in a manner remarkable to a similar modern cigar beam-shaped UFO, which was a fiery beam seen hovering above the Church of St. Stephanie, which was followed by a violent epidemic in Austria, Swabia, Augsburg, Württemberg, Nuremberg, and other places carrying off human human beings and cattle. Sounds like UFOs. Uh Yeah, you got me at cattle. Yes, and when it comes to the succinct image of the Grim Reaper, townsfolk from this time would later report that just before an outbreak, not in addition to some of the UFOs that they were seeing, and they didn't call them UFOs, they called them lights in the sky, or comets, um, but they would also see strange figures looming around the town. So again, from Gods of Eden, quote, mm-hmm. A second phenomenon was sometimes reported, the appearance of frightening human-like figures dressed in black. Those figures were often seen on the outskirts of a town or a village, and their presence would signal the outbreak of an epidemic almost immediately. A summary written in 1682 tells of one such visit a century earlier. In Brandenburg, Germany, there appeared in 1559 horrible men. The foremost had beside their posteriors little heads, the others fearful faces and long sides. The visit of the strange men to the oat fields was followed immediately by a severe outbreak of the plague in Brandenburg. This incident raises intriguing questions. Who were the mysterious figures? What were the long scythe-like instruments that they held that emitted a loud swishing sounds? And it appears that the scythes might have been long instruments designed to spray poison or germ-laden gases. This means that the townspeople interpreted the movement as size as an attempt to cut oats when, in fact, the movements were an act of spraying aerosols around the town. Similar men were reported dressed in black in Hungary. And in the mountain towns of Hungary on Ascension Day, in the evening of the great perturbation or disturbance of all, when the Schulzberg there appeared so many black riders that the opinion was prevalent that the Turks were making a second raid but who rapidly disappeared again, and thereupon a raging plague broke out in the neighborhood, and the year of Christ 1571 was seen in Kremens. Strange men, dressed in black, 
demons, and other flying ter- or other terrifying figures were observed in other European communities. The flying or the frightening creatures were often observed carrying long brooms, scythes, or swords. They're used to sweep or knock at the doors of people's homes. The inhabitants of those homes soon fell ill with the plague afterwards. And it is you know from- these are the same motherfuckers that are like. We didn't pray hard enough, and that's why everyone died and we starved. Like, I Dude, just, I just, we just know. prayed for rain a week ago. We're the same fucking people. Our governor told people to pray for rain. We are Don't no mind me with that. I have, we, I have nothing to fucking do with bitch, that shit. Oh my God, get the fuck out of here, Noel. What is on top of your fridge if not an omen slash witchy prayer? You have a witch bottle on top of your fridge that you want to bury in my yard, <laughs> and you're trying to tell me that you're different than these people who thought that praying yes. would stop the plague? Get the fuck yes. out of here. Yes. One man's prayer is another yes. man's witch box. <laughs> How dare you, you? The way you've like come up with 17 different names for it, love that for you. Her, thank you. I don't know what it is. I'm trying to be respectful of it. But you, you can still bury it in my yard, but I want you to acknowledge that what you're doing is really no different than what people at the time were doing, which was praying, which is also what we did last week for rain. And you know what, Noel? Is it not fucking raining today? Yeah, today, a week later. It was supposed well, to be a week. It takes a week. Rare. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I don't know how it works. I don't know the timeline of things. <laughs> oh, man. But it is from these sightings of this these weird-ass people that we started to see death appearing as a long, gangly, scary person carrying a scythe. As a gray. A say what you mean. Mean what and, you say. Yeah, and it, it's easy to disregard, like Noel wants to do. What people in olden times would see and how they would interpret it. And yeah. it wasn't an isolated sighting. Uh, as we mentioned, these same depictions would come from different towns all over the world from completely different times and completely different cultures. I'm not saying the that sky. they all didn't like have an experience. I'm just saying maybe we shouldn't like trust the people who were like, that lady's washing her clothes. She must be a witch. Do you know? Like, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm like, not saying maybe. that we can't trust their interpretations, but I'm saying we can trust what they fucking saw. I just, okay. It's fine. I mean, what they saw was the Grim Reaper, when we know is strong-ass educated people who have our third chakra eye open to see the truth, was that they were yep. really seeing fucking aliens, Noel. Yep. That's exactly and you know what? <laughs> Let's just go a little bit further. Oh, here we go. Let's go further. Oh, I thought we weren't far enough. Let's not go. Far. We're about to go elbow deep. Strange lights in the sky. Mm-hmm. Weird mists moving throughout the town. Mm-hmm. Ominous people walking around. We have no idea who they are. Uh, sounds like chemtrails and the men in black, Noel. Jesus We're fucking still right. fucking experiencing this. It hasn't gone away. Chemtrails exist. The men in black are here. They've been here. They've been here since the fucking bubonic plague, if not further. <laughs> no, they have not. No, they <laughs> They weren't plagued by, like, fucking rats, Noel. They were plagued by aliens from Saturn. And it's is been this, in our face this entire time. Is this... Uh, are you... Is this really what David Icke thought, that the fucking men in black were around during no. the plague? Uh, David Icke was onto something when it came to Saturn, but he was missing the mark. It wasn't oh, that he you. thought he this thought is you. That, 
This yeah, is your so idea. He, this is me. Uh, he thought <laughs> the, the powerful elite, he thought the powerful elite were worshiping Saturn. And then he was like, well, Saturn is 666. The powerful elite are yeah. worshiping the devil. That was the David Icke theory. Uh, here's the truth, Noel. The Chelsea theory is it's that not, the men in black were no, there No, no, plague. no. It's not that the elite are worshiping the devil. They're not worshiping Saturn. The elite, with their boots on our throats, have been working with the aliens the entire fucking time to keep us complacent, sick, and tired, and they've been doing it since the dawn of man. Our own president signed us over to the fucking greys way back in the 50s. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I agree with you there. That's about it, though. That's about the only part that I agree with you on. Well, that's the end of the episode. That My last note is plug the Instagram, which we already did. Uh, I would <laughs> like to acknowledge my sources, though. Please, we gotta hear them. Uh, AliensAncient.wordpress.com Shout out. <laughs> Esotericawakening.com. Oh this God. one's a mouthful. Uh, Bibbidibloggityboo.wordpress.com. Backslash WordPress. worship of Saturn, the religion oh. that everyone unknowingly venerates. And wait. finally, wait, wait, the wait. Gods that, was all, that, was, that was all. That was all still one. But <laughs> yeah, Bibbidi Bloggity Boo. Like Bibbidi Boppity Boo, but Bliggity Blobbity Blue. I can't say it more than once. At backslash worship of Saturn, the religion that everyone I know no, federates. And no, then, the, and then, uh, backslash 2020, backslash 07, backslash 03, backslash worship, yeah, dash, uh, dash Saturn, dash the dash religion, dash the dash everyone, dash unknowingly, dash federates, backslash. Yeah, yes, I'm correct. That's you're right. I'm so sorry. Wordpress.com. I did not include the entire link. And then finally, uh, the Gods of Eden book, of which I found a free PDF online before I ordered it from Abe Books. And uh, good shit in there. Everyone should read it. I can't wait to finish it. Oh, God. Was it like 95 pages? That's a good question. (laughs) I. Do believe it was more than 170. I see you. I see you copying your PDF. <laughs> yeah, copy your PDF. I'm just gonna put um, this into my browser. I just uh, really love WordPress.com. Really, c- number one source for absolutely true facts and material. <laughs> uh, it's actually 505 pages, and uh, a big chunk of those are his resources. Twitch, if you want to come question me, I will defer to these. <laughs> Oh man, you know what I am I we went on a journey this episode and none of them were the, correct. The most and important thing that I say that I learned Noel. But, and this was from the first recording. Love okay. love, love. I didn't fucking know that you're not supposed to stand <laughs> under a tree during a lightning storm. And that was really Saturn, and I would have been like, obvious. You not knowing uh, that. What? You know, I don't think we need to go story. into it. I, I think that's just. To Billy Boyd. To Billy Boyd.
Uh, that didn't get brought over from the first time we tried to record this. Um, it was because Chelsea made me watch that. <laughs> Fucking saw it and literally almost puked in my mouth. Uh, um, on he died, and I said R.I.P. I also got to watch some people die in a in a piece of film, and by film I mean of cell phone footage. Um, it actually more later uh, during a lightning storm. God. And to God. some of you, that <laughs> it's a literal no. the lightning is going to strike the <laughs> tallest fucking thing it can. Okay, well, no, the thing is that I'm more thinking about for some reason lightning doesn't scare me. Maybe it's because I watched Powder and I'm like, yeah, so what? I get a superpower. Like, it's not the lightning that I have beef with. It's like the rain, and so you're like, I'm going to go hide under trees to be not as rained on because the branches help protect me from that. And what you forget in that moment for me, speaking only for me right now, and these three people I'm going to tell you about in a second is you you're hiding under the tree to get away from the rain and shit and then um apparently not a great place to be though the opposite place you're supposed to be if there's also lightning because that as chelsea decided to mansplain to me um uh -huh. the tree is tall so it's gonna it's a higher point for lightning to hit it and apparently the water inside of the tree is also a conductor for the electricity in the lightning to um, attract. And, and and you like to say mansplain in the sense that you were already aware of it. And I was like, Jesus, Noel, you're going to fucking die because of these reasons. Yes, I mansplained that to you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. is why you got electrocuted so she, in the bathtub because you brought yeah, in a power surger and an extension cord and then you put it in the water. And you were talked literally <laughs> and emotionally uh, that that's not a good idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So anyway, also, can I before I talk about how these people died, which you maybe put together how they did? Um, so, like, my iPhone is supposed to be water resistant, and can I tell you, I was a little, I was like, oh, I can't believe it, like. My phone's broken after this experience where I got electrocuted. And I was like, oh, it has nothing to do with the water that got on the phone. It's the fact that you electrocuted the water with the extension cord. So anyway. Um, like these, you didn't put two and two together that your yeah, phone yeah, to that? Okay. Yeah. 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 Until it started like, until it started, yeah, like yeah, freaking yeah. out. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, these three, this is how I found out that you're not supposed to stand under a tree during a yeah, lighting. Yeah. Um, these three people were standing under a tree. And this looks like, like I said earlier, it looks like it's a ring fucking doorbell footage from a neighbor. And they're just hanging out. They're like young, maybe teenagers. And mm -hmm. lightning hits this tree. And the two, I'm assuming the couple that were on like one side of the tree, just immediately drop. They just drop like bags of potatoes. Just absolutely, boop, like the string was cut from the marionette and they fell. The yeah. other person, who I was like the third wheel, RIP, um, I thought maybe he survived for a second because he was standing up for a moment. But he gave us the performance of his lifetime because he buckled like ankles knees waist like he just folded almost like like a 
you know those straws that extend out? Yeah, and like he put it back. Crumbled? Yeah, he just crumbled. And anyway, those all they all died, and um, that's how I learned that you should not stand under a tree during a lightning storm. Yep, you know, yep. the more yep. you know, the science. Uh huh. So, speaking of death, I would like to thank my one and only. The only, the only guy who gets me, and by guy, I mean non-binary, um, my, my number one shouts out to an honest Hales Satan. You have nothing to say to that? Oh, I thought you were going to say something after. I kind of zoned No, I said, I said Hail Satan. Was it that powerful oh. that you just, I just put you in a trance with my Hail Satan? Um, no, I was filling out my subscription information to Pratt Daddy Crystals now that I've made a purchase. Jesus Christ. Uh, I really can't believe you fucking paid like $50. For um, I didn't pay for it. You paid for it. I didn't pay for shit. Well, your friendship gave me the strength I could. Uh, Maybe I'll hold no. on to it. Maybe I'll have a regret. Maybe I'll go cancel my order once I sober up a little bit. And then you've got egg on your face, Noel. Instead of talking me through it, you just made fun of me. Do you want to? I have a no buyer's remorse right now. I'm telling you right now, Spencer Pratt is not going to refund your fucking purchase. I'm telling you that. You're probably right. So I've, hell, seen, uh, I've seen their TikToks. <laughs> they're struggling for money. They're not refunding your fifty. Are they struggling for money? They look like they're living real well. That's probably just the lie that they perpetuate. Uh, yeah. Maybe you'd make more money, Spencer, if you would answer my emails. <laughs> oh man okay what's your what's your uh, who are you hailing are you hailing spencer fucking brat no i'm just saying hail buyer's remorse and i looked okay. it up an order cannot be canceled and i will forfeit 60 percent <laughs> of my purchase money uh and that is the end of it so you want to know what hail return policies and buyer's remorse policies to let people like me immediately cop out of a purchase without fear, uh, real MVP. Yeah, uh, hail to your unreturnable purchase. <laughs>